Hello and welcome to another episode of Mid Mitten Gaming. Uh, today's episode, we are going to be talking about um, one of our newer games. I mean, you say today's episode, but well, sorry, this is our yeah. third episode that we're yeah. releasing and recording today. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm feeling the drag a little bit. We're still in our um, Extra Life uh, charity drive. We are 14 hours out of the 24 hours into it, and uh, I'm definitely feeling it. Uh, we've been painting and assembling for that whole time. We have gotten up. We went for about a 30, 40-minute walk uh, just to get our legs moving and stuff, and yep. you know, we've been kind of pacing here and there, but um, definitely are feeling it. Uh, hopefully, I'll get my second or third wind soon, but uh, I've got a good amount of boys painted up. Jeff's are looking a lot better. He's starting to catch up as I've slowed down a little bit. Yeah, you got um, some colors put on your yep. hobby hobby yeah, update. Hoggy, uh, hoggy. <laughs> <laughs> hobby hobby update is uh, like uh, Juice said, he's got some colors put on his boys. They're coming along pretty well. I think you have one finished. Uh, no, nobody's technically finished. I need to put some uh, wash on them and then uh, technically base them. But then they will be finished. Gotcha. So I've got uh, all my guys are base coated at this point, so that feels really good. Um, and now I'm one I'm, color whole model. Yeah. I, well, I, there I've painted more green than the orc player has at this point. Uh, but I got all of them base coated and I'm starting to put some of the actual color on and highlights and stuff like that. Just starting to, uh, and then when we decide to record this, so yeah, we'll see right now. My lower layer, which I thought was going to be my darkest is turning out a little brighter than my, highlights which i am not okay with so i think i'm gonna be giving these guys a wash um to darken those all down before putting continuing on with my uh colors so we'll see anyway that's our hobby update we got by the time that we're done recording this we'll probably have ten, uh nine hours or nine and a half hours to there finish somewhere in there to to finish the projects up so you got your whole Death Dread yet to do, and that's the one yeah. you're looking forward to, right? Kind of. I mean, it's a lot of metal, so that'll be nice just to do all that. I can cheat Dread like you rush. did. But <laughs> except for one arm's white right now, for whatever reason, I forgot to prime. That oh, that's arm, where so. that black contrast comes in. Just slap it on. Big brush. Sure. Go to town. But Well, yep. cool. Uh, yeah, today, like, like uh, Jacob said, we're going to be talking, uh, well, on this one, we're going to be talking about uh, Wild West Exodus. Now, for those of you guys who don't know, Wild West Exodus is a uh, miniature game that's, you know what, I mean, actually, <laughs> Jacob, will you, yeah, will you so, mind telling us about it? So it's a, it's a fantasy skirmish game. I'd classify it as it's a little bit bigger for it's, it's scale. It's more steampunk, right? It's not fantasy. It's steampunk. It's Weird West is the way that it's described. Yeah, but you're not like fighting with swords and stuff. You're so like it's fighting a, with weird guns. It's an alternate timeline set back in the wild, wild west. So imagine, if you will, that entities and aliens and all the weirdest stuff you can imagine came to the Earth and started fighting over it back in wild west times. Um, you know when that, and then that fighting started, and it caused a whole bunch of chain reactions that resulted in um, half robot lawmen like Jesse James with a robot arm and a like Tesla type looking gun. Nikola Tesla rides around in a you know um, 
giant spider thing. I mean, uh, think Ab- of Abraham Lincoln. Think has of the a movie. Giant axe. Yeah, and he's uh, he faked his death and he's leading the Secret Service. I mean, just crazy alternate timeline stuff. Um, think of the movie Wild 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 West with uh, Will Smith and uh, that other guy. Basically, giant spiders, weird west, weird weapons. Um, yeah, so it's been an enjoyable game. We were introduced to it. I think uh, last year, maybe two years ago, at uh, Adepticon by our friend Ian. Uh, I'll do a shameless plug real quick, too, for Ian. Ian does a all Wild West Exodus-focused podcast called Mid-Michigan – or, sorry, Michigan Marshals. Yeah, it's a, it's really good. I, I enjoy listening to uh, listening to yeah. it, and he talks about his hobby updates and yeah, where he he's at with the – does an awesome job. Wild He's doing West a Exodus. painting challenge right now. So, you know, if you get a chance, uh, it's uh, Michigan slash Ohio Dystopian Wars um, Wild West Exodus page. Dystopian Wars is uh, made by the same company, uh, War Cradle. And uh, basically what Dystopian Wars is, is it's uh, almost the same as... Um, Steampunk ship combat. Yeah, it's, it's it's the same, you know. Um, Battlefleet Gothic. It's all right. you know, ship kind of combat. I'm thinking Lost World Exodus is what I'm thinking of. Sorry. Well, Lost World Exodus is also done by Warcraft. Yeah, Lost Studios. World is what I was thinking of, though. It's not the ship combat. It's the same as Wild West. It's just a different theme and it's a little different rules and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But um, so one thing I, I really enjoyed about the game when Ian showed it to us, now I'll kind of get to something else in a minute as far as our actual first demo, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I Ian kind of talked about it and uh, Ian gave us a demo. And what I really enjoyed about it is it's just, it's quirky. That That's what I really enjoyed. Some of the models are a little bit too out there for me. Um, they've got like a uh, American Indian guy riding this giant Clydesdale and it has cannons attached to it. That's one of the models I'm like, I don't think that's really for me, but they also have like these things called gun dogs, which are just robot dogs, but they look sweet to me and they have Gatling guns. I really enjoy them. I currently have uh, the Iron Judgment Posse box. Um, the Iron Judgment Posse box is basically Morgan Earp and uh, he controls an army of bionic dudes and they're super resilient and they're super fun. They're really hard to kill. Yep. And, um, it's, it's just, it's really enjoyable. It's a D10 system. Uh, one thing that I also have enjoyed about it is, uh, just being able to, uh, basically you're always looking to reach or exceed the number 10 when you roll things and there's certain modifiers and, um, negative and positive that go along with that. But you're always rolling a D10 and hoping that you get 10 or above, uh, depending on you know, what you're shooting or what you're attacking, you know, you're going to, you would get negative modifiers, but then you also get positive based on uh, your stats as well. And so that's, it's really cool. Um, one, one of the things I like about it is uh, it's got uh, a deck that's uh, your action deck. And oh, yeah. so anytime you activate a model, instead of like it can move, then it can shoot, then it can charge or whatever, you know, it has set things it can do. You flip this up, and that tells you how many action points that you can spend to activate your model. And so it's one to do this, and then if you want to do that same thing again, it'll be two. And they have a limit of how many things or actions that they can take, but then you have these action points that you use to do actions. Mm-hmm. I might be using right. the wrong terminology the best, best there, way but I could it's ex- really fun. explain it is uh, you. it's kind of like a car. You've got a gas tank, and it has a limit on the gallons that you can put into it. The cards you draw are how many gallons you put into the car, 
and yeah, the gallon somewhere between two and five yeah. Yeah. and the gallons limit is basically how much you could fill it up to so if you put six gallons in a five gallon tank yeah it's not gonna work the extra gallon is not gonna do squat for yeah you. so like your so. your units of hands or followers or whatever they they get uh, a limit of two usually and so right it's a limit of two for them yeah, yeah and yeah. so if you draw a five like you don't want to give it to them because they can't uh, do crap with it. With it being, it's actually alternating activations, if I recall right. Yeah, so yeah. you actually get to choose what model activates those. So that's really After nice. After you see the action yeah, points. Yeah, you get to see the action points first. So that's a really unique thing with it that I enjoy. There's also another mechanic in it called Fortune, and it actually uses poker chips that War Cradle has made, and they, they're one of the more like. They're really high They're quality. really cool. They're yeah, really great. I, I like those. And you can use them to do re rolls and different stuff like that. Um, and it just. It, it or boost things you can boost your attacks you know, give yourself bonuses to reach that 10 number and stuff and so you know we've we've really in, enjoyed it it's uh I, they use the term beer and pretzel type game yeah it's real laid the back. rule system in it is very laid back compared to like free blaze or some other games that we play um because you're always just looking for 10 you're not really looking for different kinds of dice the rules are very um they're very simple. They there's a lot yeah. of like gaps in the rules, which some players find frustrating. But like yeah. Yeah. in all honesty, it's it's you just kind of dice off, and that's what's expected. Or mm-hmm. you know, you don't spend hours sifting through the rules because it's there. Like with free bites, you know that the answer is someplace in the living rule book, or infinity is another one, real tight rule set. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Bushido, another oh, real yeah. tight rule set. This one's real laid back. Just right. you're gonna throw some dice at each other and and play with your cool models yeah so so definitely um so jeff i guess we kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier but tell us about your first demo experience we're at adepticon which if you haven't gone it's fantastic such a great con hopefully we have it this year we were just talking about hoping to open to go this year but so we're at adepticon our buddy ian has tried to show us one game now this is when he was a brand new uh what do they call Marshall? Uh, no. No, they're not Marshalls. It's uh He's a demo guy. We can't think of it right now, but he's a <laughs> high priest comes to mind, but that's not right. I know it's not right. I don't know why he's a high priest it's of not right at all. <laughs> it's a war war host. War host, yeah. Yeah. All right, so he's a war host and uh that's like a pub ganger or a slave if you work for a game. Uh press ganger. Press ganger. I was like, what the or a slave if you work for GW doing stuff or uh you know, Quester, if it's, if it's uh, free, free Basically, you're just the demo dude. Yep. I also don't know what GWs is called, but anyway. Uh, so, we're, he kind of, he was brand new to this, Character. and so he ran us through a, a real quick demo, and it didn't make a lot of sense. I think he even says, like, he would say that he didn't do a great job with that one. Now, he's ran us through one a couple of weeks ago, and it was fantastic. He did a fabulous job. If you get a chance to run a demo with Ian, for Wild West Exodus, I encourage you to yeah. do it. It's a ton of fun, and he just he really brings the game to You're life. Around the uh, what's it, Bark, Bark, Berkeley? Berkeley, Berkeley, Berkeley area, in, in the Detroit area. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, Gatekeeper Games is where they play out of. That's right. a pretty fun shop. So. You can also go to Golden Rhino and Yiptilani. They uh, he's going to be yeah. Doing... Ian sells it there, or yeah. not the Ian we're not, talking about, right, but yeah. the owner of but Golden the owner Rhino. of Golden Rhino does, and also they're going to be doing eventual demos there as well. Yeah, from or. Uh, our buddy Ian's Our buddy talking Ian. to the shop owner, Ian. They're both named Ian. Uh, yes. Anyway, so, yeah, so then we go over to the War 
Cradle uh, booth, mm. and we're going to get an official demo from the Me official and guy, yeah. and we're going to get. Yeah. And so it's Warrior Nation, which is the only faction that I aesthetically like. I'm not a steampunk guy, so don't take that the wrong way not here. I, but the the Warrior Nation, they're kind of uh, the Native Indian. Peoples uh, group, and right. so. The great spirit of the earth has yeah. empowered them. So now they're werewolves yep. too. Yeah, they have werewolves, so that's kinda neat. But so we're gonna I'm gonna play them and Union was the other one. I was and, demoing Union. He, so he's gonna play Ulysses Ant Scram with the like Gatling gun. <laughs> so, so as we play, it becomes real clear to me pretty quickly that this is not a fair demo. The Union have like eight Gatling guns. And that's an exaggeration, but they did their their <laughs> hands unit. Their followers are hands. I had unit. like two. No, they had three. All of them had freaking Gatling guns, and then somebody else had a Gatling pistol or something. Meanwhile, my guys have crossbows, just, and it, it was it was the opposite of uh, enjoyable for him. Enjoy. Oh my gosh, I couldn't stand it because even my big melee heavy hitter, like right. who tears people up, charged in and did nothing. She yeah. did absolutely nothing because the guy, I don't think he had told me about specific abilities that she could activate yeah. or whatever. Unfortunately, the demo guy was wrong on a lot of rules. They had updated the Gatling gun rules where I couldn't blast him as much as the guy told me. You couldn't me, have but, all those Gatling guns. Uh-huh. That was, it, it was an illegal list. They also updated it where, um, like, you know, the Warrior... And the Union had, like, twice as many points on the field yeah. as the uh, Warrior Nations because of all the upgrades that right. they had and, and stuff. And then the Warrior Nations, they actually have abilities that mitigate uh, shooting. They're very melee-focused, so that's what they're made for. Well, Jeff was sitting back there trying to shoot me, and it just doesn't really work. When he finally ran up his gal... Um, First of all, he didn't even use her, you know, her abilities that unique her ability that actually makes her a monster in close combat because mm -hmm. the guy didn't tell me what it was. Yeah. And uh, so it was it was kind of a bad demo experience. It was awful. Yeah. I had sworn off the game because it was so bad. Right. So I, I kept in contact with Ian and I was still interested, you know, because I, I like the aesthetic of it in, in some ways. And know? Ian from Michigan Marshalls and I go way back. I'm the one who got him into mini wargaming. And so we're friends from back in the day. Yeah. So um, but with that, with that, you know, I, I kind of talked Jeff into it. I helped him get his first starter set. And um, he since then had a chance to play the game when we had a bunch of guys over and Ian was able to give him a proper And like game. I said, it was... It was, it was, it was it an was enjoyable fun. time. It's an enjoyable system. It's unique. You know, if you're looking for kind of a, a unique, quirky, skirmish game, uh, it's a little bit... Higher model count than uh, like a free blade skirmish game that's usually like an eighteen. Yeah, I, cap. I, I wouldn't think call twenty four. It's not quite. I, don't I think wouldn't it's call quite this. Big, a, I wouldn't call this a skirmish game. It's not. A, it's like in between. It's not as big as like War Machine or Forty K. It's not a mass battle game, but it's not a skirmish game either. But it's over twenty models, not on average, but it you know. Oh, I guess it is. It's kind of a skirmish game. It's like a it Euro. It's like a Euro, Euro skirmish game where you have a bunch of you have a bunch of models on the field versus yeah. an American skirmish game where you have but, very few. But just to name a few things, you know, like uh, just really unique factions. Um, they have outlaws. They have lawmen. They have enlightened, which are like these. Um, almost they're like aliens. A, yeah. Well, no, not enlightened. They're like a 
almost like a police force from the universe, kind of like a uh, man. Is that aliens? No, Watchers is aliens. Watchers are your typical Roswell gray aliens, but they also have these other aliens that look a lot like um, the aliens from Halo. Ironically, Covenant. Um, yep, uh, War Cradle has a knack for. Um, Pop culture, they definitely like. Oh yeah, the uh, one of their posse boxes is called the Wayward Eight, uh-huh. and it's the they're not called this, but it is the crew from Firefly. Basically, so yep. if you are a Firefly fan, that's the posse box you want to set that you want to play. There's with. also a, a model that basically is Dan Danny Trejo, the actor or whatever. Oh really? Yeah, there's oh, basically gosh. that. There's there's a lot of quirky ones. There's also uh, Hex, which are like these corrupted uh, people that have taken on. It's a lot of real evil kind of creepy well, it's stuff. Well, more, it's more along the lines. Uh, there's some creepy stuff, but there's it's more along the lines of the Hex. Their storyline's more like uh, Venom. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it's like a symbiote, basically, that is neutral. And it actually just came and just wants to survive. But the Enlightened are the ones that are the hunters of it. And they are like a task with eradicating it from the universe. The Watchers came to Earth, uh, the Greys, the typical aliens, because they are like the sp- uh, police time force, and they're coming to eradicate all of this because they're like, wait, this isn't the right timeline. These people, aren't, humans aren't supposed to be introduced to this kind of technology yet. So the Hex is giving people power from corruption. The Enlightened have a power from some source. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm learning all of this. Right I don't now. know the lore, you know, super well. I luckily I listened to Ian's podcast, and that definitely hooks me up with that lore but um but the and then the the cowboys the indians the um anything in between left on earth they're just fighting to survive in this new world you know enhancing themselves bionically or through corrupted powers um and just just kind of going at it there's also uh i think i'm missing oh there's uh there's uh i think enlightened i'm getting them confused with Somebody else. I don't. I don't know if the enlightened are actually the. Sorry, so, order. I think order are the ones I'm thinking of that go against hex. I think enlightened are actually um, like Frankenstein monsters and stuff. I think I'm getting those. So yeah, apologize, but, I messed that up. But check out War Cradle's website. Um, you know, check out Wild West Exodus. There's definitely some really fun models. If you just want to hear more about it, um, plug into Michigan Marshals, and Ian yep. will walk you through stuff. It's actually yep. it's it's a really good podcast. We're actually probably going to listen to an episode or two tonight while we're doing this. He's he's just released two more. So yeah, and it, and with that too, uh, if you're looking for him on the Apple Store, if you if for some reason Michigan Marshals doesn't come up, which it didn't for me the first time, I just typed Wild West Exodus, and it's one of the top three that comes up. There's a few, but. Um, He's got quite a few episodes out there. He's actually focusing on the individual posse boxes. Now, the way their system works is uh, you buy a posse box, and that has like a theme to it. And that theme is connected to a faction usually. Let's say like I got Iron uh, Judgment. It's Lawman and faction. It's Lawman faction. Yeah. I could buy another Lawman posse box, and I can throw them together. They don't necessarily fully synergize, but a lot of aspects from them will. Um, so for instance, there's one I'm looking at, it has a, uh, like this robot horse in it or something. I can't remember the name of the one I'm looking for, but, um, basically if I throw that with my faction, I can have Morgan Earp, my leader for iron judgment. He can lead, uh, my gun dogs and robots. And he can also take the 
a horse and he gives them special bonuses because they're automata, they're robot. Um, but the other side of it, I can take those other, uh, you know, lawmen and I can just throw them in there and kind of run them both together in one list, but as two separate synergizing groups. And so that's something kind of interesting with it. You know, you've got one faction, so to speak, lawmen, but you're playing different styles in the same list because you're able to kind of customize it. You can, um, do a lot of customization and then a lot of the models in the factions they have the option to go work for other um so a lot of outlaws are also hex and they can work you know simultaneously they have just a keyword on them and so it's it's just there's a lot of mixing and matching in uh the way you can buy posse boxes so like to get into it here uh to get into it you can uh buy some posse you can buy a posse box and that gets you somewhere between four and 600 points. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like a pretty big spread. Usually you're in the 500 point range. Yeah. Um, a typical tournament is 1,250 points, I think, or is it 1,500? I think it's 1,200 points. They just recently changed it. Gotcha. Basically, if you got two posse boxes, typically you're, depending on the size of the posse boxes, but most of the time you have, a, turn really you have a tournament. You're off to a really good a legal list like the yeah. one i told uh, that i said i was looking at earlier that that would give me 1200 or 1250 so, for the tournament so yeah that, that's the only thing i don't like of, that's one of the things i don't like about this game i'm not completely sold on wild west exodus yet mm -hmm. uh, i have a posse box warrior nation i'm looking at buying some uh werewolves to go along with it uh eventually but um yeah it's real beer and pretzel real laid back and one of the things that <laughs> annoyed me personally this is just this is a me thing is that the posse boxes don't have the same points so jake buys a posse box i buy it one and we can't we can play but one of us is likely going to have disadvantage is going to be disadvantaged yep. because they don't they don't match points as far um, yeah as far as the price point goes which um, gw does the same thing and that annoys yep. me for our get starting boxes that we're painting right now and as far as the price point goes i would say it's a little over free blades, but probably for about 120 bucks, you can get everything you need for a tournament. Two posse boxes and probably a couple like you won't individual. You, yeah, models, but you won't be super competitive know. in a tournament. It depends on how you build it. It really does. Uh, there's certain posse boxes. Uh, one thing that's a con in my mind for the game is uh, at this time you can't buy a lot of individual models from posse boxes. So, for instance, I really want that. A black mechanical hoof. horse. Yeah, I want that mechanical horse, but I have to buy that whole other posse box just to get him. And how, how much is a posse box? Uh, they're between forty and fifty dollars, just depending on you know where you. Yeah. Get it okay. From. <clears throat> like forty-five, fifty bucks. Sometimes cheaper. You can get them online cheaper, but okay. um, that's typically their you know MSRP. But um, gotcha. Yeah, I'm looking at getting the werewolf posse box, mm -hmm. which is a better posse to start with anyway. The one I bought, I'm a little salty about. The one I bought is a real mix between it's. It's a melee faction, but they put four ranged models in the posse box. And Warrior Nation mm -hmm. can do an okay ranged list, but they're really not meant to do ranged. And so I'm a really – my particular posse box is a really mixed bag, and so it doesn't synergize very well. It's not, it's not Jeff's play style either, the particular faction box that he's got. So Yeah. yeah. But mm -hmm. that, that's that's just me. Yeah, but definitely give it a, a a look if you're looking for something weird in the weird way. Yeah, if you want a really wait, laid back game with some really like it has unique steam, models. And steam a, steampunk slash 
like steampunk meets of, Cthulhu. There's a little bit of historical stuff in it too. Like you have a lot of historical, like Jesse. You have historical references, references, but there's yeah. nothing about those models Jesse that are historical James, outside the name. Jesse James. You've got Ulysses S. Grant. You've got Abraham Lincoln. Yep. You know, so there's a little bit of like what if kind of things in there. Yeah, like, what if they got what if Abraham mutated Lincoln and crazy? Yeah, well, fake through alien crap. You know, and just <laughs> there's some kind of fun to it for sure. And now Abraham, he runs around with a shotgun. Abraham. Lincoln runs around with a shotgun axe. axe shotgun. And, yeah. No, it's a shotgun axe, isn't oh, nice. it? Yeah. I don't, I don't. yeah, and he shoots people. Or Nikola Tesla has a posse of all sorts of creepy people, and Edison uh, has a posse of all sorts of lawmen. They go kind of go at it or whatever. Yeah. You know, who knows? So this is uh, more than likely going to be our last one recorded during – our last podcast re- recorded during our, um, our Extra we, Life Marathon. We might – we might. I'm not promising anything. We might pull one out tomorrow, yeah. to, like after we sleep, uh, mm-hmm. to talk about the whole experience, the extra life experience, where we got, and uh, give you guys a little uh, yeah. taste on where we're heading with the podcast. Right. So I think our next one, too, for sure, we'll at least touch on, even if it's not tomorrow, our next episode, we're going to probably touch on uh, what we were able to raise overall for the goal for um, – the yeah, extra life fundraiser. Uh, we still, you know, we still haven't met our full goal. So if you can go on there, uh, check it out, even five, 10 bucks, whatever you're able to give, we're, you know, it's going towards a children's hospital. So it'd be awesome if you're able to give it towards it. Um, we're almost to our $500 goal. So, I mean, there's been a lot of great people that have been given and we're appreciative. I think it's awesome. Uh, with that though, we have been doing giveaways. And so yeah. Jeff, if you want to go ahead. Yeah. So again, like we've, so we've, uh, if you like and share our first podcast here, um, episode one, you're going to get a wandering wizard. If you like and share our it, second, it, well, pod- it'll be a drawing for a while. Yeah, it'll you be don't a get drawing. one. Yeah, for sorry, just it's a drawing. It. <laughs> you like and share, you get entered into a drawing for a wandering wizard, which is a cool earth magic user for yeah, Freeblades. No. Um, if you do the episode two, you will get a model from a free band of your choice or a fa- faction, faction of, of your choice. Your choice. Yep, so free blades. If you pick Candor, you um, you'll get a Candor model. Yep. You'll definitely get a Candor model. You just, it'll be a surprise on which Candor model you get. And that'll be painted by Jeff. Yeah. And that one's painted by me. Mm-hmm. And so for this one, we wanted to do something uh, for our third one here. We wanted to do something a little uh, bit more unique or more special. Um, and so, I went over to Game On here in Mount Pleasant, and I perused their section of Freeblades models. And uh, we picked up a Grular Invaders starter box. And so this is a this is a great starter box. We'll we'll post a picture of it uh, on the um, on the on the Discord if you if you want to check that out. Uh, there's but, one in there, but yeah. Oh, there is already one in there. We can list. So, yeah, so there's already one in there. That's good. Already a picture, yep. Great. Um, well, so here's what comes in the box. You get a Corcon uh, leader who's uh, pretty sweet. He's got a Morning Star and a sweet-looking scimitar-type sword. Uh, he's got a uh, Warlock who is a summoner, uses a glaive, which is pretty cool. Uh, you get a Marauder, which is a uh, mounted hero that sh- has arrows. So this 
heroes on horseback and rides around and shoots arrows at people, but it's also pretty handy in a fight. And then uh, you're going to get a, a Gadarl. You you remember the Gadarl, right? No. Oh wait, Tomb of uh, Akshad. Yeah, he's dumb. Yeah, they had a woman run back screaming for help, and they helped her, and like she was being chased by some weaklings, and she went back and hid by the archer, and then turned into a monster. The Gadarl has a disguise ability that's pretty cool, uh, so you can't she can't be targeted until you uh, pass a check to see through her disguise. So that's pretty neat. Or until she you know enters combat with you, then you're like, oh my gosh. Uh, and then you get a bludgeoner. He bludgeons things with his flail. And lastly, you get a Krang. Uh, and Krang there has a sword and a defensive dagger and is kind of uh, hard to yeah. defend against. makes it easier for your other guys to beat up on might people. might be butchering that too. But any, yeah. So, yeah, it is the Grular starter box for free blades. So uh, six models. Yep. And, uh, Jeff, I think you're painting that one up as well. I right? will be painting yep. this one up. So we're going to be doing the drawings for all these next Friday. And the uh, way it works, like he already said, but we'll just go over it again. You'll go to the uh, Mid Mitten Gaming Facebook page. You'll like our Facebook page. And then you will also like the podcast post that we share there and share it from our main page there. That way we can keep track and make sure you get credit for sharing it. If your friends want to share it from your page, that's great. But just make sure that they go back to our original page and share it from there so that we can track who's entered in. And then we'll do a random drawing for all these. And based on which ones that you do share is what you get entered in for. So for instance, you're sharing this podcast. This is our fourth one now, but I think it's titled episode three because we started at zero. But uh, yeah, session zero. Yep. So if you share this one and you like it and you also have liked our Facebook page, then you'll be entered in for the drawing for the Grular starter set. And, um, you know, a, a second one was for the a random model from a faction of your choice. And then uh, the last one was or the first, first one, first one rather wizard. was the Wandering Wizard. So yep. definitely get in on that. Free models are always fun. Even if you don't play free blades, they work great for D and D or Pathfinder or anything else. Really, uh, it's just really fun models. Some assembly is required and paint, but uh, the other than the Wandering Wizard, though, you don't have to worry about that because they'll be assembled and painted for you already by Jeff. So yep. it'd be awesome. Um, so yeah, definitely. Thanks for you know giving us those likes, give us uh, the listens, and um, you know share it, and we appreciate it. We hope you enjoy the podcast. So. Yeah, thanks so much uh, again for listening, and, and we hope you guys have a great night.